What's up guys and gals? Today we're going to be talking about Dr. Five's Rises again. And this time, if you saw the la last movie, he, this in the second movie, he finally gets up from his tomb, his crypt, thanks to the moon that he calculated, he planned it out well. And um, now he has a plan to go to Egypt because he wants to go to the river of life so he can become immortal with his wife, you know? So, with the help of his female assistant, just like in the first movie, they're going to get the map that he locked in his safe when he wake. I mean, when he went up, he knows the safe was gone. And he got pissed, like, who, who got my safe, you know? Pretty much he got mad. He didn't say, like, in, in the exact words. But if I was Dr. Fires, I'd be pissed, too. Where's my fucking map? You know? And he found out that this guy, who's like a, um... I would say, like, an antique collector, I would say, probably. Played by, um... Excuse me. Played by Robert Quarry. And Robert Quarry, I don't... I feel I remember, he, he started, like, he played a vampire three times in the movies he did. Two of them have to be sequels. And I forgot the name of it, but I did review those two movies here. But besides that, Valkari, he got the map now, and uh, he wanted to use the map to find the river of life, like, you know, so he could become immortal. So he ended up going to Egypt, takes his woman, his friend, and people that want to go up to the expedition, while the crisis capital's like, okay, you know what, okay, Dr. Fires, you know, we're going to go to Egypt too. And um, when he goes to Egypt, he goes into this cave that... He built some. He he had it built pretty much. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if he did it by himself. He built this new cave. But if he did, man, you got you got a lot of time on your fucking hands. I tell you that. But the cave is kind of like similar to his former home from the first movie with the stairs and you got the piano. And you got the clockwork orchestras. I mean the clockwork robots. Excuse me. I can't say the orchestra's name. Musician. You know, clockwork robots like. And um. So now they're going to plot a plan, you know, like, trying to get the map. Like, not to get the map back, but to get the keys. Because he already know where, where the river of life is. It's right, right in his fucking hideout. <laughs> anyway. Meanwhile, while while Kari's character and the people around him searching for the river of life, um, for surprise, of course, he's going to kill them. Because they're going to get in his way of his plan, you know, becoming immortal. And Mr. Price is doing it, not his character, Dr. Fives, excuse me, is doing it not for him, he's doing it for his wife because... He wants his wife to become immortal. Robert Quarry's character, he's doing for he's doing it for for greedy reasons because he wants to be immortal for himself. And as you find out in the storyline, Robert Quarry's character in this movie, guess what? He's one hundred years old. Like he drinks the serum, the serum to make him immortal, you know, to live longer. But the serum is running out now, and he needs this river of life so he can be immortal now. And um, so that's kind of crazy. So now you got competition. You got Doctor Fives. Versus Robert Corey's character as the boat want a battle to become immortal, you know. And while his character, Robert Corey's character is doing research, you know, people around his expedition dying one by one. And um, the kill scene in the first Dr. Fives movie was much better. But in the second movie, I, you know what, I still enjoy it because it, it, it didn't match. You know, you get like scorpion death scenes, which is like, it's going to make you scringe a little bit because... This is a scorpion drop, this drop down in a guy's pants. You'd be like, oh, shit. You know? Um, coffin squishing, squishing, eagle attack. And let's say he plays Reminiscus, one of the kills Reminiscus to the first Dr. Fire movie, The Hailstorm. Let's just say he has the Sandstorm version of that in this movie. So this movie was cool, you know? Like, you know, when it comes to kill scenes, I like it, but I feel like the first one was much better, in my opinion. But meanwhile, while that's going on, and then 
conductor fibers. He, he wanted to pull the lever, lever. He didn't have the key. And Dr. Fives said, where's the key, you know? And he realized Ralph Corby's character has the key. And um, he's like, okay, you know what? I'm going to get his... I'm going to get Corby come to me. I don't know. Not Ralph Corby, but his character. So he's going to come to me. So what surprise character did Dr. Fives? He kidnaps his woman. And um, and Ralph Corby's character finds out about it. He goes to Dr. Fives' hideout. They start arguing. And Dr. Fives said, you know what? To order to save your woman, you got to give me the key. So he had a woman in this trap where the wall's flowing up and the cobra with spikes is going to stab her. So the only way to save her is, of course, kind of gives him the key so he can open the gate so he can go, go through the live of life with his woman. And um, of course, kind of didn't want to do it, like, you know, because he wanted it for himself. And because of Christ uh, saying there's a difference pretty much with you and me. It's like, I'm, I'm not doing that. You're doing it for yourself, but me, I'm doing it for, for my love, you know. To become immortal, you know, so there was a difference. So, Mr. Price's character, Dr. Fires, tested him out. Said, How much do you love your woman? Do you love her so much that you're going to give your mortality, give the, your mortality search for her? Or do you don't give a fuck about her that you're going to continue becoming immortal for yourself? You know, it's like he's testing his love for this woman. And, you know, he doesn't want to, and Dr. Fives' character doesn't want him to make the same mistake that he did. So, while well, Corey's character decided, you know what, I'm going to save my woman. And he gave Dr. Fives the key. And by the way, in this movie, you got those two. Police detective, they're also in this movie as they come from England to Egypt to be part of the expedition. You know, yeah, silly moment, those two cop guys. But anyway, to fast forward, once Mr. Price finally goes through the gate, the water is going down, the cobra spikes stop, and Robert Corey's character saves his woman. And then the two police detective comes in, he said, You won, you beat Dr. Fives. And Robert Corey's character saying, No, he won. And then he went to the water while Mr. Price captain rowing the boat with his woman in it, going straight to the river of life. And while Corey's captain saying, telling Mr. Price, take me, take me with you, because the gate's closed just in time. And as you see, Mr. Price's captain, Dr. Five, saying that, send the song over the rainbow. You'd be like, damn. Yo, he did over the rainbow pretty good than Wizard of Oz, man. I'm sorry, Wizard of Oz, but you should be, yo, be put to shame, man. I don't care. Mr. Price version is epic. It's like, it's no joke. <laughs> anyway, you see about Curry's character, like the age, the serum, the age is growing off. He's aging, he's getting old and old, and the crest start rolling off. While this person over the rainbow, you know. Um, all in all, this movie was really good. I did enjoy it. I liked the first movie too. Kill scenes, I like the first movie, Kill scenes much better, but the second movie, Kill scenes were good too, also, anyway. Anyway, Dr. Five rises again. Of course, check it out, man. If you see the first movie, you gotta check the sequel. Anyway, peace, guys, and see you later.